The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood. Keeper of the Chronicle and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> Our coterie escaped the morgue, stole the corpse they needed, killed two inquisitors, and pinned it on a rival criminal organization. Iris discovered her brother is selling a new drug called Drac and stole a sample. 
Ridley destabilized his rivals, hoping to expand his empire. And Everett suffered, knowing that he killed an Inquisitor, and yet could very easily have become one himself. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. So it's not every day you get to rob a morgue, but you guys did it. And it was messy, and it didn't go quite according to plan. But given that um, none of you are really kind of mission-y people, uh, <laughs> I think all in all, it went pretty well. Um, you've all managed to um, sort of spend uh, the night resting up. However, um, you still have one big lingering question. And that is what the fuck to do with Alex Lalonde, a.k.a. DJ Miller, uh, whose body you have in Torpor. The answer to that uh, actually comes very early the next evening. Um, Iris, you are at your uh, condo. Um, how do you think you spent uh, spent the night after the, the morgue incident? Obviously, your, your, your brother is a bit of a concern, but um, do you think you did anything or do you think you just went straight to bed? Probably checked in on Emily and then went straight to bed. Okay, so... I want to leave this day behind. Understand. So you texted Emily. Uh, Emily's back to texting, which is great. It means you're going to get so many more Ubers and Lyfts. Uh, Great. If you were poor like me, you would understand that that means you're going to get discounts, but I don't think you've ever seen how much one of these costs. Mm -mm. So... Emily knows you're getting discounts, um, but no, she seems to be doing well. Um, she, uh, yeah, she's she's feeling a lot better. And honestly, yeah, the, it seems by all accounts the um, the potion that you got from uh, the Bouchard brothers has really, really sped her recovery up. Um, so early uh, the next evening, um, you receive a knock at your door, uh, and it's Gerald. Um, and he says, uh, hi, Miss Dunn, uh, I'm so sorry to, to bother you. Um, you know, I'm sure you just got back from work, uh, given that it's, you know, just after dark, I, it's, you know, I know artists keep odd hours, so I don't know if this is your morning or your evening or where you're at, but, um, there's actually someone downstairs who'd like to see you. She looks very fancy and very rich. So I assume she's a friend of yours, but I didn't want to presume too much, uh, just in case you, you didn't know her. Um, uh, she said, uh, her name is Azaria Terrell. Is that at all familiar to me? Uh, no, you've never heard of Azariel Terrell. Uh, it sounds like a fancy name, but uh, no, not someone you've ever heard of. Listen, Gerald, is there any way that you could just let me into your security room to take a look at your camera <laughs> so I can see who she is? Because I've had some people come after me before, and I get stalkers, and I just really, I, I kind of need to know if this person, if I recognize this person. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll me... Oh, and uh, sorry, if you could first roll me um, a check to wake up. So uh, one, uh, just roll one hunger die. This is your, your good morning, am I a vampire today check. <laughs> am I a vampire? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's... It's a six. Uh, that's a six. Oh, you're... Uh, ooh, oh, pass. Geez. That's a pass that's then, a right? Yes, 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 yes. Should we roll... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. roll and we've vampire. got our hunger carried sorry. over from the previous adventure, right? Sorry, I don't know why, why. Why did you get so? So, uh, so sorry. Every time for a second. Hmm? Oh, I was just. I, it's been a while since we played, so I'm just trying to remember the rules. Oh, okay. um, I failed, so I'm hungry. So I, I take a third hunger. Also failed. Ooh. So these are our rouse the blood checks. Uh, these are the things you roll both to uh, cast abilities, but also when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, no, I know, but you just you seem when I said yes, you said. You asked me if I was a vampire again, and I said yes. Oh, I think you thought concerned. you failed, so oh. you would have more hunger. I also more was running... I, I'm sorry, guys. I run a lot of games on this network now, so uh, I couldn't remember if a 6 would do it, or if it had to be a 10, <laughs> or even if you were rolling a d12. I thought you rolled a d8. I was like, no, you need an 8. <laughs> it's been a... It's been a... 
<laughs> network, my friends. Um, it's been a time. So no, just general confusion on my part. I'm vampiring better than the boys. <laughs> yeah, we're no. bad vampires. <laughs> bad vampires. <laughs> Coming be, soon. The alternate title of this yeah, series. It's just it's Mila Kunis <laughs> and uh, Catherine Hahn. Shotgun um, Catherine Hahn. Um, so anyway, um, can you go ahead, please, and roll me, Miles, a, uh, this is a social check. So I think probably, uh, I'd say you could either use charisma or you could use manipulation. Okay. I'll use charisma. And, uh, I believe this would be persuasion. Keep in mind, this isn't going to be a particularly hard check for you because he is very much on side. And then I had one hunger. So one of them is... Red, right? Yep. Yeah, so you swap one one for a red. Gerald is clearly very conflicted about possibly having to say no to you. That one's gone. Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound good, did it? That was a chair moving. Fine. That's the sound of, of uh, Gerald shuffling his feet. He has wooden shoes. <laughs> He's Dutch. He wears clogs. Sorry, is six is a success? Yep, so failure is one to five, success is six to nine, and a ten is a potential critical. Everything fails. Oh, <laughs> no! I have a bunch of, I have four fives, of two fours and a three. Ooh, all right. Uh, so Gerald goes, listen, Miss Dunn, as you know, um, I think very, very highly of you. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you live in our building. Um there has been some concern lately that uh, perhaps we're a little too accommodating of some of our uh, penthouse uh, um, owners, uh, such as yourself uh, and your friend with the metal shop. Um, so we've been getting some complaints from other people who live in the building. So unfortunately, I can't let you in. Uh, that said, if you just want to like come down to the lobby, you could probably see her from the elevator, but she, she might see you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so you can just say you can 100% not go down. Uh, fine, I'll go down. Uh, Try and hide. Oh, oh, okay, great. Let's hide in the elevator together. It'll be a fun adventure for, for old Gerald. No, you, you. I'll hide. You walk through. And you, just you, a regular not... night for old Gerald. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look, you, you, you don't, you're a no danger from her. Okay, well. So much for adventure, I suppose. Uh, so he <laughs> invites you into the elevator. Um, he presses for the, the floor. Uh, you go down. You can tell he's like, he definitely wants to strike up a conversation, but he's definitely trying to keep up the professional demeanor. You see him kind of like darting glances at the camera uh, in the top corner of the, the elevator. Um, you reach the bottom floor. Uh, the doors ding. I guess, <laughs> can you roll me a stealth check of some sort? Um, we don't really have stealth so much. Oh, there's a stealth skill. Is there? Yeah. I cannot see it because the light is bad on my sheet. It's hidden away, but it's there. Oh, oh, excellent. Yes. So, Miles, could you roll me, let's say, um, I'll give you, uh, stealth and either dexterity or wits. Okay. It doesn't matter. says, oh, the doors are about to open. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, uh, Gerald... Oh, wait. Uh, one, one success. Sorry, I thought that was two ones. Oh, okay. One success. Great. So... Uh, <laughs> it was a seven. <laughs> the doors uh, are starting to open. He goes, oh, Miss Dunn, you need to hide. And he almost said it when the doors were open, but then your dice roll was better. So, <laughs> Gerald. Um, you, uh, you kind of, um, I think... 
it's a mix of kind of sidestepping to the edge and then also slightly tripping him as he exits so that he creates a big obvious distraction that kind of um, distracts from you in the elevator. Um, you can see uh, a woman who is uh, basically looks like she'd play the mean girl in uh, a movie where someone has just become upwardly mobile. Um, very tall, very pale, kind of like beautiful raven hair, like just perfectly straight. Um, she's wearing um, sort of a uh, like a red, uh, almost a gown um, with sort of a light jacket over it. Um, she was decked out in bling. Like she's got some expensive ass jewelry on. Um, and uh, her makeup is impeccable. She really, truly looks like a high society person. Um, and you can tell that she is actively judging the decor of the lobby. Um, is it possible for me to use my Sense the Unseen to see if she's got anything paranormal yeah, about her? Totally. Okay. Uh, so to, in order to do that, you're going to need to roll a rouse check, uh, similar to your, your sleepy time check. Um, or wait, do you? Oh, no, it looks like yours is free. <laughs> you get a lot of free stuff. Yeah, some of them are free and some of them you got to do a check this is to pretty funny. activate. <laughs> like, I, like everyone else is like, oh, no, I need to get <laughs> tough. Got to see if my vampire powers overtake me. Iris is like, I see through space and time. It's free. Skills, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, here you go. Um, okay, cool. So um, you actually don't need to roll anything for that. Um, you, uh, you, you can't... It doesn't seem like she's cast anything, um, but you can definitely see that, like, there's no pulse. Like, she's clearly uh, a kindred. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Uh, she turns and she says, uh, pardon me, bellhop, bellhop. And Gerald's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. Says, um, is, is Miss Dunn coming down? Uh, must I go upstairs to see Miss Dunn? How best can I have face-to-face -face time with Miss Dunn? My time is very precious to me. And Gerald's like, I understand, ma'am. You look very wealthy. Okay, I feel... So, to to continue the ruse and not screw Gerald over, I'm going to let the doors close and press 1 and then G so that the <laughs> elevator goes up to 1 and down to G so she doesn't okay, notice that uh, I'm hiding. So, as, you, as the doors open the second time, um, you can see Gerald, like literally has been like pawing at the doors in <laughs> horror thinking you've abandoned him. Uh, and he, he says, Oh, um, uh, uh Miss Terrell, good news. Uh, look, it's, it's Miss Dunn. Miss Dunn. Uh, this is, this is Miss Terrell. Um, and, uh, Azaria just like walks over and does that like almost like parting a curtain thing where she just sort of takes him by the shoulder and just scooches him out of the way, uh, effortlessly. Uh, and she extends a sort of a thin hand. She says, ah, yes. Miss Dunn, it's a pleasure to meet you. Welcome to Montreal. I understand your coterie has been very busy. Shall we talk here or upstairs? Shall I, we have a drink? And she points at Gerald. I think we should just talk here. Uh, excellent. Uh, shall we crack into him? He seems very fun. No. No, no, no. He's very useful, thanks. Oh, I see. I do appreciate a good herd. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I am coming uh, because <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, but I believe you have something of mine. And what would that be? Uh, Alex Lalonde. He's Who? one of mine. Who? Uh, you may know him by his perfor professional performing name, DJ Miller. I was quite fond of the beats he spun, as well as his offbeat brand of offensive comedy. I, I'm, I'm confused. Listen, I sired a vamp, and I fucking want him back. So let's get to compromising before I get to killing. And she looks hungrily at Gerald. Uh, smash cut to uh, Ridley. You've woken up. It's a brand new day. And you're feeling a mite bit peckish. <laughs> yeah, I am hungry. So I got to find somebody who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I imagine uh, knowing my my new kind of feeding patterns, uh, I've probably because if I'm working as like low level kingpin in the area, I'd be like fielding complaints if somebody's getting their ass kicked, if somebody's trying to run protection. So I just want to find out if like the boys, uh, the bear boys have heard of any like neighborhood shit heels that I could deal with. All right, so go ahead and roll me a sub or sorry, a uh, streetwise and guess maybe an uh, intelligence, maybe a wits. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Streetwise and wits, but I gotta build some hunger dice. <laughs> I have more hunger dice than regular dice. Ooh. Very hunky. Ooh. I can't see. What is it? What is it? What is it? There are two tens, one of which is on a hunger die, Tom, <gasps> and a third success. So this is a messy <sighs> successy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! First roll for Ridley of this arc. Um, me so hungry. Yeah, uh, apparently pizza, pizza in my tummy. Me so hungry. <laughs> me so hungry. Um, people, people in my tummy. Okay, <laughs> me so hungry. Die a scumbag. <laughs> so you, uh, the Bear Boys, um, start listing places off, but you realize you're you're a little too hungry. So at one point they're like, "Oh well, um, you know, boss, there's a uh, there's this." Um, there's this place over there. I think they've been selling cigarettes to kids, and it's the first thing you hear, and it kind of doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so you just tear into that place, and uh, the guy at the counter is like, oh, hey, what can I do you for? And you just fucking leap over the counter. What do you say before you tear them apart? Smoke this. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you you shred him <laughs> along with everyone else in the convenience store. Go ahead and take one stain. And you can uh, set your hunger to zero because you eat a lot of people. Is stain marked on the humanity? Now, Tom, I can yes. only eat yeah. them okay. if they're bad, to be clear. Otherwise, I risk, like, damaging myself. Yes, but you rolled a critical success, so you're going to be feeling a little ill later on. Okay, I just wanted to know if I needed to roll dice because literally it's like if I try, <laughs> sometimes I, like, barf shit. All right, stuff. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and roll, roll me a, a barf check because, um, yeah, you, uh, you go to town. Uh, what, what's the uh, what's the song that plays while you tear up this uh, convenience store? Uh, it's Ballroom Blitz, but it's, like, not fun. It's covered by Marilyn Manson. Like, it's dark. Ooh. Great. I literally don't know how to roll these checks, Tom. I've never had to do this before. Okay, when drinking, outside preference. Resolve plus awareness. Um, all right. Resolve plus awareness. Let's find out. And this is a venture thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because I can only eat bad people. Resolve plus awareness three. Oh man, this is just, just chillingly interesting. <laughs> Come on, awareness. How are those stats, bud? I just can't find awareness. They're both I... under the mental column. Uh, so academics, awareness, finance. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, I got a. Oh, so Tom, would I roll with no hunger die because I'm just chowing down? Uh, or would I roll with full hunger dice? I think you still have to uh, If I kill Here's the deal If I kill the guy behind the counter And drain him to death first Then I roll with no hunger dice Oh yes Then roll with no hunger dice Great Could you imagine just <laughs> Messy successes over and over again You just can't <laughs> go to more and work <laughs> Yeah I, I won't stop Okay I, I have three successes And two of them are tens uh, Okay I'm still flipping through So, so talk amongst yourself yeah, I'm just trying to. And the man at the back said, "Everyone attack!" <laughs> it was like that, that, that modulated <laughs> voice that he has that he sings with sometimes. Hundred ten percent, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're gonna say that by passing that, 
you manage to like stop before uh, you drink these other people. That said, uh, there are two witnesses to what you just did, who just seem to be people in this store. Fuck, man. This is like the worst thing that's happened to us Cool, <laughs> so um, far, and it's just the start of the day. Great. I... I'm like, so I understand it. This doesn't look like what you would like. You know, you're covered, like in, covered blood. in blood. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, uh, he was molesting kids. It's what he was doing. It's very bad. Go Mom's. ahead and roll me a uh, manipulation and uh, persuasion check, please. Or I guess intimidation. No, yeah, persuasion. You're being nice about it. All right. Two successes. Um. <laughs> They're there's not a, charmed, but they believe say, he molested someone. There, there's a guy sitting there holding just like a, a, a six pack of um uh, of uh, I don't know what's he gonna be drinking. It's like Coors Light, and he's just like, uh, uh, "Sorry, sir, uh, I'm not so much concerned about what he did as the fact that you just ripped open his throat with vampire fangs." Is that do all British people have vampire fangs? Yes, thank you for asking. We all do. So, question one: Who would like a stoa? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I just kind of wanted this six pack so I could go watch the game. All right, that and sounds pretty Ridley, good. Uh, suddenly, realized something as he's saying that the hockey game you're supposed to take your little brother to is right now. Oh fuck! I gotta go. Okay, so uh, uh you. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give you business cards, and I just point to one of the boys. I'm like, give him a card. Oh, there are no bear boys here. Like they're they're running down the street, but you, oh, you're man. off like a shot. Okay, then here's a card, and I just like take out a thing, and I just draw a triangle on it because I can't fucking write. So I'm like, there's a business card for you, one for you. If you come over to the bar and you give us a card, everybody will get a big fucking favor, and we can all be best friends. Uh, don't tell the cops. That'd be great. I don't want to threaten you. You didn't really deserve this. It's a bit of a fucking mess, but uh, we'll clean this up. Uh, don't tell anyone. Uh, we'll get one of you a uh, store. Uh, go, go. I've got a son. Bye. <laughs> I just fuck off. Uh, as you go, the guy with the six pack of uh, Coors just looks looks at the, the corpse and he spits on his like, uh, you, you fucking child molester, eh? <laughs> um, and then he steals a pack of smokes and leaves. Um, all right. Um, so let's smash go back to Iris. Iris. Um, wow. Uh, Azaria Terrell is, is staring you down. Now, there are a bunch of things you can do. You can still use some of your abilities. Uh, you can try and see the future. You can try and manipulate her. It's up to you. Um, but basically, she seems... Uh, we're kind of entering a realm of social combat here, similar to um, what you had with Gordon Stevenson. It's not public, uh, but she definitely seems uh, sort of up the, the vampire pecking order. That said, you're also used to rich people being assholes. So, eh? What do you do? I don't know. Um... I <laughs> personally, I don't want to give her shit, um, but I, I, I don't know how valuable Alex is to us. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So the orders you got from the Bouchard brothers were just that he needed to not be in the morgue. That essentially the, the biggest danger was that there would be a masquerade breach. Um, beyond that, they actually didn't give you any instruction. Okay. And you all had to flee before you, you got in that. So you're not quite sure what to do with him, but mm -hmm. also you don't know this lady at all and you don't know what her affiliations are. Okay. This, uh, this Alex character seems very important to you. Uh, why is he so special? Um, well, you know, it's, it's my first time siring someone and I just, I mean, you know, you, you can understand, right? You a little bit in love with him. Oh, God, no, I just think he's funny and he spins good records. 
Oh, no. No? No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Darling, no. I, I deal in, in much finer vintages than he. But his music's not very good. Ah, teach their own. I just love the way he scratches some 41 records. You haven't heard some 41 until you've heard him remix two of their songs at the same time. Okay, well... <laughs> Not well, like that what, hack Headley Lamar. Well, what, what kind of a deal are we talking? Well, uh, I, I just... I, I would like him back. Some 82. <laughs> there we go. I can't... Oh, oh, well, I mean, you're going to have to work with me here a little bit, and we need a bit of compensation. I mean, I man- we did manage to save him. Compensation? Listen, I was given permission to make him... By the Prince of Montreal. So next time, he's going to hold an Elysium very soon. Next time he does, you can just explain to him that you did good, you prevented a masquerade breach, and you returned him to me. But by rights, he is mine, and he is my responsibility. I was on my way to the police station when uh, your little charade happened. So unfortunately, I couldn't take care of my own, which, as you know, is, is the, the job of all kindred who have, who have sired vampires. She kind of looks at Gerald, who's like... Standing at distance, she's like, are you sure we can't just kill him? I really don't feel comfortable talking about this in public. Well, well no. As, as much as Alex is inexplicably linked to you, this little one's linked to me, so no. Okay, so how about I don't kill him and you give me Alex? Okay. Deal. Um, and she says, uh, and again, um, your invitation will be coming soon. Uh, the prince is very excited to meet you all. It seems you're just doing such great work for the Camarilla. Uh, and he really, he truly thanks you for for your presence. Also, your look is fabulous, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yours as well. Uh, you really do deserve better digs than this. Uh, where can I collect Alex? You just given her the name of, I guess, he's at Malone's, right? Yeah. That's Most it, likely. If we're going to keep him somewhere, yeah. yeah. So you basically direct, direct her to Mayday Malone's. Um, and Well, is that, like, should we, should I do that? I feel like I should probably just tell her we'll drop him off wherever she chooses. Oh, okay, great. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to be like, this is where we do our business. (laughs) Um, So she gives you an address um, for one of her holdings um, where you can basically just drop off a a body bag, a a double bag size, (laughs) human size duffel bag. It's a sire's drop off. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's the after hours drop off. Um, Yeah, so that's fine. So she she gives you an address. um, And uh, she also says, um, uh, like, as a token of my thanks, and she basically gives you uh, her private number. Great. And thank says, you. Uh, I sincerely hope we'll be seeing more of you around. Also, uh, if you ever want to come and uh, have some bubbly blood, I've got some upstairs. How do you put the bubbles in? Oh, you'll find out. Oh, fascinating. Um, and then uh, she looks, as she walks past Gerald, uh, she just uh, sort of looks him in the eye and she says, And remember, dear, I was never here. And you seem kind of blink a couple times and, and seem a bit confused as she, she leaves the building. And turns around, he's like, oh, Miss Dunn, so nice to see you. Uh, can I help you with something? Oh, I want that. <laughs> uh, you want what, ma'am? Mm, oh, nothing. I'm just uh, out for uh, a little walk around the lobby. Oh, may I join you? And he offers you his arm. No, it's okay. I'm done. Thanks. Okay. No adventure for Gerald tonight. <laughs> 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 Poor Gerald, so desperate to be murdered. <laughs> uh, truly. Uh, great. So, um... I will also just say for, for the sake of fiction, uh, you go ahead and like message ahead to the bear boys and kind of indicate to Chonky, like, here's, here's where to take him. Uh, you message, uh, Ridley and Everett as well. Um, Ridley, uh, I don't think you can get it. Your, yeah, I just you respond. With, I just respond with a string of emojis. Cause I refuse to admit that I don't yeah, know what great. things are. So, uh, dragon, uh, the, the, the 
but palm tree, yeah. palm tree, uh, angry face, winky face, the eggplant. I feel like he's just going to use a lot of eggplant to sign off. That's fair. Um, so you 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 arrive obviously late and somewhat messy to uh, the hockey game. Good news is it's a hockey game, so someone shows up looking a little rough. They're like, "This is fine." Um, you go and find. Uh, I guess you find Xanatos like waiting outside uh, with uh, someone from Big Brothers Big Sisters, who's like, um, "Mr. Beef, we've been waiting for quite some time." And Xanatos is like. Yeah, Ridley, I thought we were going to go inside and see the game. <laughs> well, that's because we are. All right, so I'll take it. But we in. already missed the first two periods. Don't Oof. worry. That's not the good part. The good part's right at the end, because then you know he's going to win. And that's when we get all the prizes. There's prizes? For you, yes. <laughs> uh, and the caseworker's like, don't let this happen again, Mr. Beef, and comb your hair. Try and be an example for the boy. And then I like run my fingers through my hair and it goes back to exactly the same position. <laughs> it's somehow with no worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, She's yeah. like, uh, uh. all right. So you can go laugh. We'll uh, have a nice time and I'll get him on by a time. All right. So what are you going to do to make it up to Xanatos? Okay. Well, I tried to get the bear boys to get box seats. So I don't know if that happened or not. Let's find out with the roll of my dice. Uh, no, they managed to get you good seats, but they're not box seats. I'll take good seats. All right, then I'm just going to hose cash because I feel like Ridley has the same strategy as like a deadbeat dad where he's like, he's getting <laughs> a jersey and he's getting a hot dog and he's, I, I wouldn't buy him a beer. I'd think about it and then I wouldn't. So, um, I used to wait till he's 13 he for to those. the pro shop. Uh, and they were there. There's nothing. He's like, I, I, I'm so excited to get something with my name on it. Something that's just for me. But to your shock and horror, there are no, well, I mean, you can't tell, but he tells you there are no Xanatos, like, like novelty license plates. There's definitely no jerseys that say Xanatos. All right. So I'm going to get this sorted out. Uh, <laughs> You know what? Why don't you go look at that little display over there? It looks pretty fun. Maybe you can pick something out. It's all nice. Go look. Go pick oh, it out. Oh, that's fun. They turned the Hab C into a robot. That doesn't make any sense, but I want to buy it. Okay, go play with he, your new he, robot. He, he skips over to the, the counter. Yeah, and then I got to go over and talk to Kang. I'm like, listen up. <laughs> listen up, cunt. I need a fucking jet. I need a fucking vest. Whatever the fuck you call those. Jersey, it's, sir. Yeah, that's great. It needs to say Xenatos. Xenatos? Is that with a Z? No, it's with an X. Okay, that's confusing. We don't have any X's, really. No players have X's in their last names here. Okay, then what you do is you take a fucking eye and you turn it on its side and you sew another fucking eye because that's how you make an X. I know letters. I just don't know how to fucking read them. <laughs> Wait, you don't know how to read? I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and... Uh... Well, what do you do afterwards? Like you just so he he recoils in horror. His nose breaks. You smell fresh blood, and I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry, didn't didn't mean to. And I just like drop like, like security. I drop like five hundred bucks on the desk, and I'm like, security, everything's fine. Security, <laughs> security, everything's fine. Sorry, I could buy two stadium beers with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're you're here's the deal. I'm gonna make you a fucking rich man if you can get me to Jersey. I'll get you five grand. I can fucking do it, and it'll get dropped off for you at the end of the game. Uh, he says, okay, sir, I'll deliver to your seats. Great. Xanatos. Xanatos, uh, uh, get, get your robot and tell him, what, what, what seats have we got? I, I'm always excited for you to know. 
Like, oh, these are pretty good seats. They're not a box, but they'll do for someone like who wants to see the game real good. All right, then let's go, because apparently we missed most of the game. <laughs> no, like, Mr. pick him up on my shoulder. Yeah, I was yeah. say, can I ride on your shoulders? Yes, you can. Can I have I, a beefy back ride? Uh, yeah, he's slightly higher than normal, but it's not actually that <laughs> yeah, much of an improvement. Still, like, face a yeah, he still can't see over someone else's dad just standing <laughs> normally. <laughs> Great. Uh, so you managed to make it to the end of the game, and uh, they lose, because they rolled a five. Uh, but you still had fun. Yeah, that's good. And I, I probably, like, called the Bear Boys and was like, I need five grand. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now... Well, not right now, but, you know. All right. Uh, so we'll, uh, all these weird adventures have been going on. Uh, Everett, um, you awoke to a string of messages uh, from Harvey Grimm. Okay. Um, and uh, do you have a, do you think you have like a voicemail or like a, a message machine or like what's, what's your, your jam in your, your tiny office at the back of uh, Mayday Malone's? Um, I, this is something that we might have to, amend over time because are we like deceased in terms of like public records and stuff like that like how long does my credit card cover my phone plan before <laughs> i can't really use it anymore um so ridley's got a mask yeah i paid points for a good one so i pass as like a citizen if they look into it hmm. but technically the other two don't have masks yeah uh i think Iris is actually fine because emily is running everything so mm. she's able to fudge stuff i feel like you're dead Okay. Uh, so, so, yeah. I've been using my phone intermittently, but that's going to run out at some point. Like, my contract is going to be like, oh, he's deceased. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, w- I was going to say, I would definitely have supplied you with burners. Like, we would have switched yeah, over to this. It's kind of like a pay-as-you-go territory. At <laughs> least <laughs> <Okay>. got pockets <laughs> full of <laughs> shitty flip phones. Yeah, so you got a shitty flip phone now. Uh, so, okay, so we'll say it's just, like, messages on, like, a limited phone service. Okay. Um, but that's a good point. Uh, it's either that or, I guess... 
the other option would be that um, uh, TW takes messages. That could be too. Yeah. Um, which which do you think uh, Everett would would go with? Probably. I haven't had much interaction with TW. I don't know if I trust TW yet with that okay. kind of stuff. Just because, like, I'm talking to a cop who doesn't mind that I murder people. People, excuse me. Uh, I'm talking with uh, 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 my um, what are they called? Ellen Fugues. What's she? My sire. Oh, sire. Yep. Um, like just like sensitive information that I don't really trust TW with yet. Like, right, I fair enough. Okay, so we'll say uh, so. More. Phone messages then. Yeah. Um, and um, Harvey's just like, uh, yeah. So. Um, Listen, uh, I know I told you I wouldn't try and uh, try not to bug you too much there, Everett. I know you're setting up your own thing, kind of get, getting it going, but uh, I might need your help with something a little, a little, uh, a little hardier. I, I've been uh, tracking someone, and uh, well, something's gone wrong. And uh, uh, frankly, I think I might be in over my head. Uh, can you swing by the office when you get a sec? Um, so after all those messages, I'll just text the word "sure" and send it back. Cool. You get no response. That that does doesn't bother me sure. at this juncture, right? It's like asking me to do something. Sure, like that's that's my answer. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, I'll uh, I'll head down to the basement and uh, wet my whistle on. Uh, uh, is it Maggie, Margaret, Martha, uh, Mad Mad Martha, Mad Martha? Yeah, Still uh, living in a box. <laughs> you open the box uh, and she's like, "Hey, is uh, is, is Iris coming around soon?" I don't know, Martha. Can I borrow your hand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she kind of like pulls it back. She's like, "Yeah, but you you gotta make you, you gotta help me with something." What do you need help with, Martha? She's like, "I I need you to give this to Iris." And uh, she hands you uh, like a piece of her shirt that she's ripped off mm-hmm. and written in blood, like a really shitty poem. She's like, "I just I just love her so much." This is concerning. So I will like <laughs> take that. Um, uh, can I read it? Yeah, it says, <laughs> "Roses are red, violets are blue." Your name is Iris, and I love you. That rhymes. I, I, I have a lot of time to think in here. All right. <laughs> I wanted to be a I wanted to be a poet before I became a bike gang leader. Anyway, I, here's my hand. I don't believe you. <laughs> Grab her forearm and uh, yeah. Drink. As you're drinking, she's like the proof. He's on the fabric. <laughs> uh, you slam the box. So, uh, yep, you're slated. Is she's, that one point um, of hunger off or? Down to one. Uh, I'm going to say one point. One point for off. her. Also, okay. she's looking pretty sickly. Like you're 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 can keeping I, her alive, but like it's not great. Can I tell in like the taste of her blood that she's not doing well too? Uh, Is that not something? Not really. No. no. Okay. No. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so you gain that from her, uh, and then what would you like to do? Um, I'll go up and ask about. Uh, I'll ask about Ripley. Ridley, excuse me. Ripley is the name of. A very cool dog that lives here. Ridley, <laughs> Studio the name dog. of the guy that I want to keep tabs on because he kind of scares me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking Malone or are you asking the Bear Boys? Um, if the Bear Boys are there, I would ask them. Yeah, there's usually a, f- a few Bear Boys around. They're yeah. kind of like on guard. Has anyone um, seen uh, Ridley? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was in here earlier. Ran out of here, uh, hungry, something fierce. <laughs> we got a we got a little bit of his situation, but uh, it's all right. I think he's uh, I think he's at a hockey game now. Uh, situation. He did. What did he do? Oh, um, well, you know how. Uh, and he kind of leans in. He's like, your uh, people with uh, your um, uh, taste profile uh, sometimes get a bit uh, peckish. You know, just uh, need a snack. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he uh, he needed a snack pretty bad, so um, you know what he did. What we do when we're hungry for a snack, he went to a local convenience store, 
And uh, oh, he he uh, he had a snack. Which one? And I'm like out the door. Um, so they they give you directions. Uh, you get there. The bear boys are like in the middle of cleaning it up. Um, they they flip the like closed sign and turn off the lights. But I mean, it's nighttime. It's kind of a shitty convenience store, so it doesn't matter. But you walk in and they're clearly like hosing, literally hosing down the uh, the kind of like cigarette rack behind the counter. What happened here? Oh, uh, hey, hey there, uh, Everett. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Beef um, got a little bit uh, peckish, and um, he he uh, I think he found a bad man and killed him. He texted. Uh, uh, the, the, we talked to a guy who who said that this guy was a, a child rapist or something. Somebody saw him do this. Uh, yeah, he was uh, seemed like a nice guy. Where is that person? Where's the witness? Uh, well, he, he, I mean, Mr. Beef told, told him that, uh, he was fine as long as he just didn't tell anyone. So, oh my God, <laughs> like in real life and in the game, <laughs> Everett is just like holding his head. Just, you, you all right there? Do you, do you need an aspirin? Does, does that help? Do we vampires? know where the witness lives or where he went or anything like that? Well, uh, one of them said that he was promised the store. Um, so he said he'd be back in a couple days, but I don't know where the other guy went. Okay. I will kind of step away from the doorway, clock the address of this place and just kind of like mental. Uh, obviously it's not that, that far away, mm-hmm. but it's like, I need to come back here. <laughs> uh, mental note. Um, and then, uh, he's at a hockey game. He's, <laughs> he's obviously had his fill. So I, I have to hope that the, the, the most dangerous part is, is, is past. So I'll, I'll head to, uh, I'll head over to, um, Harvey's Harvey's. Um, so you arrive, um, and you find, uh, Harvey just kind of like fairly, fairly far in the bag. Like he's pretty drunk. And as you, you kind of walk in, it seems like maybe he's been sleeping in his office. Um, you get the sense that he might've cleaned it up a bit whenever you came by it previously to make it seem like he wasn't, but this definitely feels very lived in. Uh, and you walk in, he's like, oh, hey, oh, shit, Everett, oh, uh, hey, man, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just uh, just here for, for a couple days, um, my, my place is getting fumigated. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I fucked up, man, I think I need your help. What do you need my help with, Grim? Uh, so, look, I was, uh, I, I, uh, I'm a little ashamed to tell you this, but, uh, my stand-up career hasn't been going as well as I thought, uh. After seeing uh, all them uh, Jeff Foxworthy uh, specials, I thought there was a lot of money to be had in uh, in telling jokes. Oh, hey, no, you can't compare yourself to other performers like that. Yeah, uh, okay, I mean, that's nice. I appreciate that. I'm more concerned about the fact I haven't been paid in a while. Uh, it's uh, And the fumigation is costing so much, I don't even know if I'll be able to go back. <laughs> Definitely haven't been living here for the past few weeks. Anyway, uh, I took a big, uh, a big job. Uh, I was supposed to follow a lady um, and... Uh, you know, uh, make sure uh, nothing nothing untoward was uh, was going on between uh, her and this uh, this lady's uh, husband. She's a little worried that uh, maybe uh, that this uh, this lady Dominic was uh, was a mistress of uh, of her husband. Um, wait, wait, oh, slow down here, Harvey. Who's the client? All right, uh, the client's name is uh, Sheila Mann. Sheila Mann, is that with two N's? Yes, yeah, yeah, two N's. Uh, she said uh, her husband, uh, Jerome, was uh, was stepping out on her, at least she thought. Um, so uh, she asked me to follow this lady that uh, I guess he'd worked with at some point. Her name was uh, Dominique Looney. 
That's L L L O O N Y, kind of like the these silly Canadian dollar coins. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You can't throw those at a stripper, am I right? <laughs> I mean, that's not my first thought, but sure. All right, well, that's that's why you and I are a different man. Uh, anyway, so she was worried Jerome was stepping out on her, uh, but she specifically thought this lady Dominique might be involved. So I've been trailing her for for the past few days. Uh, but uh, it's funny. She's got a she's got a motel she stays at. Uh, and uh, I followed her there, but uh, well, it's the damnedest thing. Um, she went missing. Dominique went missing. Yeah, man. Uh, just uh, just uh, I went by today to uh, scope in the place. Uh, look, I'm not too ashamed to tell you. I may have had one too many. Maybe fell asleep for a little bit. But when I woke up, I lost her trail entirely. Oh, I went inside. She was booked to be there all night. Uh, she was gone. There was a lot of blood. Is this a crime scene or the police involved? Uh, no, nobody knows anything yet. It's a pretty shady motel. Harv, you haven't talked to the cops? Well, no, man. I mean, uh, look, I, I can't, I can't bring that much heat down on me right now, man. You need this money, huh? I really fucking need this money, sir. All right, give me the address of the motel. I'll see if I can wrap this up for you. If not, I am calling the cops. Yeah, all right. Well, that's that's your prerogative, I guess. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you looking into this. So he gives you the address of the motel. Um, and yeah, so you've got the, the address, uh, you know, this is a pretty big deal for Harv. Um, I think, um, you know, the, the, it's early in the night. Um, do you want to go investigate alone or do you want to call the rest of the coterie to help? I want to, for, for going to the motel, uh, it would be good to have Iris, but I think, I think, uh. I, I don't think I would want to bring Ridley on for this part at the very least. Ridley's great in confrontations. Um, but um, I don't want him bashing someone on the head or anything like that un- unnecessarily or, or, or just, I, I just think like the seeing like the blood getting hosed off the walls of a convenience store is still like kind of stayed with me. Sure. So I, I, I don't think I would involve Ridley in this part of the investigation. Okay. So do you call Iris? Yeah. Um, all right, so um, you swing by in your car uh, to grab Iris, or Iris, would you take separate transportation? I don't really know how close you got. Like, you're all obviously working together as a coterie, but I don't know if you, you're necessarily, <laughs> you know, carpoolers. Well, I have something for you as well. I have something for you, Iris, from Mad Martha. She wrote you a poem. Yeah, I'd probably pick him up in my Uber <laughs> if we were going to go together. Sure, all right. So um, she swings by Malone's. You, you hop in the Uber. Uh, you hand her the, the blood poem. And that is for you. What the hell is this? Uh, I mean, it's a children's poem. (laughs) (laughs) I I think whatever uh, effect you have on people has fully taken hold in Martha. Can we use this at all? I don't know. You think it's okay to let her out of the box? No. Well, then we just keep on keeping on. Okay. Just thought you should have that. <laughs> it's and I, still kind of wet. I kind of like hold it and like put it in the side pocket of the Uber and just leave it there. <laughs> oh my God. Emily is a hundred percent losing some stars for this. Um, okay, wicked. So I you, don't know how Ubers work. No, I, I <laughs> no. That's why Emily's losing the points. Um, great. So uh, the two of you travel uh, to the motel. 
Um, but, but I'm just trying to see if I actually wrote down a name for this motel. I did not. Oh, stupid of me. Uh, wicked. <clears throat> so you uh, you pull up. Uh, we're going to call it the Motel 5. Uh, it's clearly trying to piggyback off the Motel 6 branding, um, <laughs> but uh, not not effectively. Um, you, you pull up, uh, outside, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's early evening now. Um, if we're kind of looking at the timeline of this, you're probably arriving here around the time Ridley's arriving at the hockey game. Okay. Um, so you pull up, uh, it's actually a pretty clear night. Um, the weather is, uh, like there's not really a cloud in the sky. Um, it's a sort of a, you know, a nice sort of, uh, cool evening, but not, uh, not overly hot. Um, the city is is bustling, um, but there's, you know, you're kind of driving to sort of the outskirts of town uh, to find this motel, uh, and you kind of pull up to a building with kind of like a, a big sort of red. It's got sort of that classic like giant red roof um, that's just kind of almost brilliantly lit up uh, in the moonlight. Like it's a really really clear night, uh, almost a full moon just blasting off this this um, sort of red roof, um, and the place looks kind of run down. Like it's it's definitely a, a worn motel um mm-hmm. but it's also uh, just a little bit out of town uh definitely on the way in but but a little bit far away um so you pull up um the parking lot is fairly sparse uh you've got the room number from harv yep. uh and um he said from his uh, from asking around it seems that uh the room was booked for two nights um so she went missing Earlier today, so this is technically the first night um, of of her booking. Um, Did I have a time frame from Harvey of when she was kidnapped? Because that might give me an idea of whether vampires were involved or not. Like if this happened during the day, or uh, all he knows is uh, she checked in around noon uh, and then she left for a while. He saw her come back, um, and um, he fell asleep for a bit. When he woke up, he went in to check, and uh, the room was bloody, and she was gone. What time is it at that point? Probably about uh, 4 p.m. Okay. Okay. Um, and basically, the sense you get from him is the door The door was kind of jimmied. So he... Uh, or at least the door was ajar. Uh, so he went in kind of like... I think we'll say like taped over the, the lock because it's a shitty lock system mm-hmm. uh, and closed it. So no one's been in. Uh, room service hasn't been in. The cops haven't been called. So theoretically, you're looking at a, a pretty clean scene. Okay. Um, so you've got, um, we'll say it's room number four. Yep. Uh, it's about an eight room on this side of the building. There's eight rooms. There's also eight rooms on the other side. Um, the walls, uh, the exterior walls are like that kind of shitty yellow that only seems to exist in motels. Uh, the doors are all red, like the roof. Um, and there's sort of a small office, um, just off to your left. So it's not attached to the building. It's kind of its own little standalone hut. Um, and it's got like the sort of classic highway sign. So very, very okay. tall metal, metal pole with, with a giant red number five on it. So I'll, I'll come to the door with Iris, uh, and say, um, you want to keep watch or come inside? Harvey said it was a pretty messy scene in there. I'll just keep watch then. You sure? Y- yes. All right. Knock four times if anyone comes to the door. Okay. All right. I go inside and shut it behind me. Um, yeah, so you go in, um, the room seems, um, you can kind of smell that, uh, immediately that stale smell of blood. Um, the bed looks a bit rumpled. Um, uh, it almost looks like there, there may have been a struggle. 
Um, as a cop, I think just eyeballing it, um, you can see uh, what looks like uh, almost like a classic splatter pattern um, that would be to your eye uh, similar to um, a shotgun blast. Okay. Um, do I see holes in the, in the wall? To uh, no, it more so looks like um, there there may be sort of uh, if you dig around a little bit. Uh, yeah, in, I definitely want to do. You can find um, sort of some some shot. Uh, but uh, yeah, this this doesn't look like. Okay. It definitely looks like someone was shot here. Since I, the player, am not a capable detective in any measure, uh, I would like investigation? to. Yeah, I would like to do it. Hell an, yeah. Um, investigation and what do you want with the other mental piece? Intelligence, wits, resolve. Um, I'd say intelligence probably. Intelligence, investigation, and intelligence. I mean, you're you're the investigator. So what what skill do you think you would use? I think. I don't want to take a skill that you're actually terribly bad at, because I would also say, like, if you're like, yeah, my... Well, wits wits is stronger than intelligence by one point. Um, I think of wits as, like, assembling a crime scene as thinking about, like, people's behavior and things like that, mm -hmm. and not necessarily, like... It's your detective gut kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's definitely more like uh, thinking about how people act in while committing crimes um, as opposed to what a textbook says to look for. Sure. Okay, crimes. yeah, I dig that. Uh, so two hunger dice, plus one, two, three, four, five. Right? I'm just going to double check here. Yep. Four. four and four, and Iris, I assume um, while he's doing this, uh, in terms of keeping watch, you're just kind of doing that classic lurking near the door, probably not like directly outside it, but just keeping an eye, general eye up. Okay, great. Um, so there's one... Uh, ones are fails, like crit fails or something? Beast uh, just fail? a regular failure. If it's on a hunger die... Um, Does it need to be combined with a multiple one, like with... If the test fails, okay. then it's a bestial failure. Okay, so I've got three successes. Oh, you're a lucky man. You needed exactly three to pass this test. Oh, excellent. So no bestial fail for you. Um, so yes, it looks uh, it definitely looks like someone was uh, was hit with a shotgun. But as you start to look around the room a bit, um, you notice um, that the bed um, seems to have uh, very heavy chains attached to each of the legs. So as you're kind of crouched down, you're kind of expecting to find like you know a stray shoe or or some piece of evidence, but instead uh, you find manacles. So heavy, heavy iron chains. Uh, with sort of a large cuff on each of them that are open. Uh, so four total? Yeah. Um, and this is kind of a nasty detail to look for, but is there uh, like uh, skin leavings on here? Like someone's been struggling against them for these a while? Actually, these, these look um, uh, almost uh, medically clean. Okay. Okay. Clean. Okay. Um, so this is the room. Uh, I'm assuming it's kind of standard motels like bed, TV, um, maybe like a writing desk and then just a washroom. Yeah, that's correct. I'm going to go check the washroom. Washroom. All right. So, uh, in the, you, you head into the washroom and, um, you're actually surprised to find an overnight kit. Okay. Uh, so there are two. Um, there's one that uh, clearly has, um, uh, like it has tampons in it and you can kind of guess from it that it's likely Dominique's. Okay. Um, the other one, uh, you can see is definitely kind of a, a very expensive men's leather, um, sort of leather travel kit. Okay. Um, and uh, as you kind of root through it, you find cologne, you find a ton of condoms, um, you find uh, a couple of Viagra, 
Um, but you also find a, uh, a business card um, for Brooks Mann & Associates, which seems to be a law firm uh, based in Montreal. Okay. Jerome Mann of Brooks Mann & Associates. That's correct. Attorney at law. Uh, seems to be specializing in defense law. Okay. Uh, well, I'll pocket the card. Um, and I will, uh, I'll actually come to the door mm-hmm. and crack it a bit, um, and just say, uh, Iris, can you come in here? Yeah. I'll usher her in and just, it's always good to have a second pair of eyes, a new perspective. Um, I'll basically bring you up to speed on what I've found so far, mm-hmm. um, and ask, uh, you know, so what, what do you make of this scene? So Miles, given that Iris has precog abilities, uh, do you want to roll a sort of a precog check to kind of reach out to the uh, the powers that be? Sure. What am I checking that f- against? Uh, all right. So for premonition, um, you'll roll um, resolve plus auspice whenever a storyteller deems it appropriate. Um, oh, uh, so it's a rouse check. So just roll your, your red die. Just the one? Yep. See uh, if you get hungry. See if you get hungry from using your powers. Mm, yes. Get I do. <laughs> so, Iris, um, you walk in and you're immediately hit by the uh, the smell of fresh blood. That's why I didn't want to come in. <laughs> um, but uh, as soon as you smell it, um, you kind of uh, weirdly get a bit of that, like, for lack of a better term, like Assassin's Creed or Witcher Vision <laughs> or Batman Vision. Um, and... Uh, you can almost see um, a uh, a man um, kind of like laughing and shrugging, um, and then flying backwards. Um, and uh, as you kind of uh, continue to reach out and kind of look around the room, um, you can see um, a woman um, being chloroformed and dragged out the door. Yeah, this doesn't seem good. There, I I feel like a woman was subdued and and kind of kidnapped. So there was there a was, third party in here. There was like I, I can see a guy who doesn't seem too bothered being like in terms of flying back. You mean like thrown out, like pushed? Or? Uh, no, like uh, I think um, you wouldn't necessarily know what this looks like, but it's the shotgun blast. Okay, so it's like, like saying they're kind of back. Yeah, very like a kind of like. Oh, come on. And then being tossed back. Um, that said, as you're considering that, um, you also visualize um, a um, what seems to be um, a cufflink um, sort of flying off to a corner. So the two of you go and check the corner. Um, and sure enough, kind of wedged um, halfway under the, the carpet um, is a small diamond-shaped cufflink uh, with... Um, very kind of fancy, uh, sort of like old-timey book letters, uh, font, uh, that reads, um, uh, has, sorry, three letters that read L-G-S. Okay. And Iris, as, as you pick that up and feel it, um, you can hear gunshots. Not literally, but that just seem to echo, echo in your head. Yeah, there's definitely some... Guns that went off in this room. This is a fancy cufflink. Iris, you've uh, you've lived the high life. Does LGS mean anything to you? 
Uh, not from your direct experience, but this definitely... You've seen enough people who belong to uh, societies and clubs and, and cl- clubs down... Like, clubs in not the sense of, like, ah, it's a bird-watching club, but, like, you know, fancy clubs downtown. This definitely looks like a, a member cufflink of some sort. Yeah, I don't know who that might be exactly, but it's definitely part of the upper crust. Okay, I'll pocket the the uh, cufflink along with the business card. Uh, and as you do so, your phone buzzes, and there are a number of eggplant emojis, which is usually Ridley's way of getting in touch with people. Well, that must be Ridley. Um, and I'll uh, I'll call the number. Sure. Uh, so, Ridley, uh, the call comes through. You haven't seen your friends all night. <laughs> so what have you been up to, eh? Helping out a friend of mine, private investigator. Um, what was supposed to be kind of like a cheating husband uh, case. Looks like it's gone more in the direction of uh, murder and kidnapping. Oh, so it's time for us to do some fucking justice, am I right? That's what it's looking like, yeah. Uh, as you're talking, your phone buzzes again. Uh, it's a text message from Harvey that just says, help. Hey, look, I'm going to text you. On a, uh, are any of your buddies around? The, you, the bear you, boys. you text me whatever you need. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, you, you text me things. That's how this works, you know, because we both text back and forth. Yeah, all right. I'm going to... Wait. Oh, that's right. Do I know that you can't read? You Sorry, I'm no. acting like I know. I don't. Okay. Uh, I'm going to text you an address. Meet me there. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I text him uh, Harvey Grimm's address, um, and uh, I show the text help to Iris, and I say, this is my friend. We have to go. Okay. And we go outside and wait for an Uber. Because <laughs> we Ubered here. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and you can join our Patreon of Darkness. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, And a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.